So here's a fun little one about some things that were on my mind, some things going on on the internets, and ah, it's it's interesting that I I got a little caught up in things I didn't want to get caught up in, and my my thoughts. It's it's just quite fascinating stuff, and being able to stand back and it's funny because I wind up taking this and and extracting from it some quite useful ideas I think so hopefully you enjoy this one Okay, so I'm really not sure where I'm going with this, but just some ideas flooding into my mind here. So recently I, I suggested that there's an unfortunate amount of drama on YouTube when it comes to the fitness people. And that's not terribly new and it's something I've not really been super comfortable with. I don't like when people get involved in it and people feel they have to pick sides and get so I'm not a big fan of that. And when it when it starts getting to a certain point, I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm out. And I stop following people. I stop even sometimes going to YouTube itself for a while. Um, there was, but it did get the wheels in my head spinning a little bit because there was a situation that went on now. I'm, I'm hesitant to actually name names as far as who was involved in, and the reason why I'm hesitant is because I don't want to, I don't want to send a lot of traffic to these people necessarily, and, um, and and get other people caught up in this. It feels, you know, like am am I, you know, giving a drug to an addict that kind of thing. But the thing, on the other hand, it's like you're smart enough to make your own decisions, so maybe that's a poor excuse on my part. So. So there was, um, so videos coming up on my feed and they were from months ago, right? Um, a while back, the same thing came up when, with Jeff Cavalier, who I, I like the majority of his content and people were calling him out for using fake weights and stuff like this, but he's, he's more polarizing than I think he should be. Uh, a lot of people, I, I'm not quite sure why so many people don't like him, um, Greg Doucette is somebody who is also very polarizing, but it's a bit more obvious why people don't like him. He's very much in your face, and um, he, he reminds me a little bit of Mike Menser, how he was just very emphatic about his views. And now Greg Doucette, I've seen a couple videos where he's like doing apology videos. He's like, yeah, I, I cocked this one up. So I, I don't think I ever saw... Mike Menser do anything like that, but of course it was a different time. It wasn't the YouTube era. Who knows if you would have done. Uh, regardless, um, my point was being that I always tend to be behind on these things because I don't follow it, because I don't, you know, I, I, I try to absorb all this drama stuff as it's happening. It, it really doesn't interest me. Um, so when, so when th these things show up on my feed, they're usually months behind. So I'm not I'm not commenting on something that's super, super new. I'm really retroactively saying, okay, this is unfortunate or whatever. 
So in this case, what came up on the feed was, it was, holy geez, what was it? It was uh, Jeffrey Schofield, I hope I pronounced that right, commenting or reacting to Greg Doucette, who was reacting to Jeffrey um, Schofield reviewing his book. I've briefly touched on the book before, so I know the, what he's what he's talking about there. And so anyway, it was this big little web of, of a back and forth of, and so, and then there was some follow-up videos of, of people jumping in one side or the other, while well, this person's right, while well, this person's right, whatever. And so I, I was vaguely familiar with, uh, with Jeffrey Schofield before. Um, I'd seen a few of his videos and it was weird because I, I saw him um, to look at him. I'm like, are, are you actually a fitness guy? Because in his videos, he's usually just sitting there and he's got a tank top and he doesn't look particularly big. Um, in fact, in his videos where he's showing, you know, before and afters of him, it's like, this is how shredded I got before. And he doesn't even really look that shredded. I know he says, well, I'm natural. And that kind of tends to rub me the wrong way to say that I look like crap because I'm not on drugs. I think is kind of a, a cop-out, but whatever, whatever. Um, and yeah, so his, his exercise videos I've, I've seen, but it's like, like wow, well, your, your form looks a little bit sloppy, and it's just a minor critique, because I know for a fact that my form's not always perfect, especially because I don't tend to have, like, a, a trainer with me all the time especially like if say if a camera is on me right then depending on the angle it might look worse than it is whatever and I mean it's it's just a niggle it's just when I'm watching a, a video that's about form I like strict form that's me so when I see kind of sloppy form I'm just like well why are you doing that again it, it's him whatever um it's not like I say, it's not it's not a personal criticism because, like I say, I know my form isn't always great. I mean, I do my best. I'm sure he's doing his best and whatever. But what um, what did kind of rub me the wrong way was that the uh, the review uh, that that Jeffrey was doing on Greg's book. I'm going to confuse those names as I go. By the way, so <laughs> whatever. Jeffrey was doing a criticism and what he said is he said I'm going to compare Greg's book to my book I'm going to see is his book as good as mine well you might be a little biased on that one bud like that's but the re of course he's going to be biased he thinks his book he wrote his book because he thinks that's the way a book should be written okay fine Greg wrote his book the way he did because he thinks that's the way a book should be written like so if, if Greg Doucette was critiquing the other guy's book I mean he'd be saying well I'll just compare mine to his I mean that's stupid it's like I, I even went so far to, to put a comment in it to say well maybe I should I don't remember whose video Greg's or Jeffrey's I put this in but I'm like well maybe I'll compare both your books to my book which is uh, a fiction book and, and your books don't have any horny aliens in them anywhere so that makes my book better like it's a ridiculous premise worse than that though it comes across as um like kind of I, I don't know the actual term i'm looking for but it's it's kind of douchey sly underhanded marketing now this pissed me off when 
when Vince Del Monte was doing it. It's trying to trick people into, into thinking, oh, you should buy my book, or you should buy my program, whatever. There was another guy who did it. I don't remember his name. I want to say it was like Jason Maxwell or something like that. Popped onto the scene briefly. As far as I know, he's kind of disappeared. He, it was weird. He started like getting on email lists saying, buy my book. It's, and I've got a whole bunch of extra copies. I've, so you just pay the shipping. And it turns out it was just that it was self-published through Amazon. He didn't have extra copies. That's print on demand. So he was lying. But uh, I got the book. I actually did a, a YouTube video back when I actually did YouTube videos reviewing his book. I don't remember what it was called, but I remember finding it thoroughly mediocre, not very helpful, uh, not entirely misinformation, but not very good. But the point was, was that it was like it was underhanded marketing. And when you say, well, Greg Doucette's book doesn't have pictures of people exercising in it, but my book that only costs $8 uh, does. It's like, I don't know. I, th I think he kind of painted himself in a bad way. He might have a lot of good things to say, but he kind of turned me off um, in the sense that I don't like people who do underhanded marketing. And I've said, I said in one of my very recent podcasts, it's a shame that sometimes we throw away the baby with the bathwater, right? We like Jeffrey Schofield might actually have some valuable information to to share and I don't care that he doesn't like Greg Doucette I don't care that he if he gets into a little bickering fest with other people I don't care I don't take sides I'm, I, I don't have loyalties here but what I don't like is I don't like underhanded marketing ploys so when you demonstrate yourself as that kind of person it tends to rub me the wrong way and I'm not going to and so does that mean some of your information is going to be lost on me? Yeah. In reality, I highly doubt he has anything to offer me that I can't get anywhere else. Um, that would be remarkable if he did. I'd love to know what that is. I'm sure some of his content is useful. Um, he appears to be starting to get a bit of a following, although it's it's kind of hard to say because some of it looks like bots and that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, I shouldn't really accuse him of stuff that I don't know. It just appears that way. Um, might be that way. might not be hard to say for sure. Um, probably a lot of people get their start that way, like creating kind of false followings to make it look like they had and, and try to build up their credibility and stuff. And because things like seeing his sloppy form and his little marketing tricks and that, could he be doing as well? That's just it. You get this mental picture of somebody in your head. You say, okay, well, I've seen you do this underhanded thing. So it wouldn't surprise me if you do this other underhanded thing. It's just how people work. I mean, to be honest, and, and this is actually why you can, you can take or leave this or, or love it or hate it. But be honest this is kind of why Greg Doucette built up his following I think as much as he did because he doesn't come across that way he doesn't he's not a underhanded marketer he screams at you buy my friggin book he's not hiding anything he's not hiding the fact that he's so what you see is what you get and that's a little bit refreshing to people I think I mean I think people appreciate that he that he he um it's kind of an open book. He just says what he thinks. He's very passionate about what he says. Uh, every now and then he 
realizes that he's done something wrong, that something went wrong, and he'll come out and, and take ownership for that. People really respect that. If you can build respect, people will keep coming back to you. I mean, so like an example, Greg was doing a supplement line. The uh, fat burner that was going to be on that was a crap formula, and some people reviewed it. And then Greg himself came out and was like, this is a crap, this actually is a crap formula. Like looking at, it was like micro doses of things that are only marginally useful. And, and so he came out and said, I'm taking this down. Anybody who's bought it, I'm refunding them. I'm sorry about this. Uh, uh, like it was an oversight on my part. I, I got busy and, and let other people oversee the, the whatever. So it wasn't, it wasn't an excuse per se. It was, and this is the thing. I'm, I'm big on this. There's a difference between making an excuse and make, giving an explanation as to why something happened. Because if you give an explanation as to why something happened, that demonstrates that it's like, I don't want to make this mistake again. There's a difference. Whereas making excuses is kind of the, well, it wasn't my fault. And that people don't like that. But when you take ownership, you give an explanation and you vow to do better, people really respect that. So at least Greg gets that. And even though he comes across as, as um, like screaming and a good number of his videos and, and stuff like this and can rub people the wrong way, um, at, at least there's that. So my point is, I think that's how he's gotten himself such a loyal uh, fan base, whereas uh, this other guy, because he comes across as, as a little bit underhanded with the way he's doing things, he's not straightforward about what he's trying to do. Um, you just put that bad seed in people's mind. So I guess I'll wrap it up there. The big uh, takeaway for me is to suggest that what you do and how you do matters. Perception matters, especially if you're trying to be in the public. But I guess even on a personal level, right? Uh, I can give plenty of examples right now about people who have built up perceptions with me. There's there's an individual at, at work that has, uh, he just decided to, uh, he came into work and just left abruptly. And, and you know, on one hand, it's, it's like, are you crying wolf? Um, because, you know, in the past, he's done things that have made people say, well, okay, this guy's just like trying to take advantage of, of things that are in place for mental health and that, you know, it's you're, the way you carry yourself, the things you do matter in terms of people's perception to you. And, and I really truly feel that there's this, uh, I think it's a Buddhist philosophy that, that says that you are your relationships. So the way people see you, that's your legacy. So uh, it's, it's worth keeping in mind. Um, this is why I feel, you know, things like integrity, taking responsibility, these kinds of things, uh, having an attitude of, of working hard, of doing as much as you possibly can for yourself, uh, very important virtues.